Friday is here again and the month of April is halfway gone, if you can believe it, and we're excited to bring you another CEO. Today's CEO talks about relocation across continents and maintaining quality standards in the absence of the proprietor. Meet Muganga Suna, the CEO of Island Bites. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Island Bite CEO Suna's story begins in the culture melting port of London, where he discovered his passion for the exotic, flavorful pack taste of Caribbean food. He then begins his journey towards mastering the art of Caribbean cooking by training with chefs from Jamaica and Guyana, and all this he later invests in Island Bites. Meet the CEO, Muganga Suna. Who is Muganga Suna? Well, Suna is a 30-year-old British-born Ugandan, also an entrepreneur, business owner, jack-of-all-trades, master of none. What is Island Bites? Island Bites is a Caribbean food delivery service. We operate uh, mainly online on social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, as well as WhatsApp. We operate right here in Kampala, Uganda, and we deal with catering, delivery services for workplaces or parties or functions. And uh, that's pretty much what we do for the meantime. What drove you to set up Island Bites? I would say what led me to set up Island Bites in Kampala was uh, the mere fact that we don't have any you know, authentic Caribbean restaurants or food services in Uganda. And uh, because of my UK background growing up in the UK, London to be specific, with majority of uh, Black Caribbeans and, uh, you know, people from Jamaica, Barbados, Trinidad, I was exposed to their foods as well as their culture. I was exposed to uh, how they make their food, how they prepare it, how it's supposed to look and taste. So my love for Caribbean food just gave me a light bulb idea in my head saying, why don't you open something like that in Uganda? And at first I wanted to open a restaurant straight away, but I decided to go for an online platform instead so that we can test the market and to see if people like it, if if people uh, really resonate with this kind of food. So. That's what made me start Island Bites, you know, my love for Caribbean food. And plus, we did not have anything like that in Kampala. The food industry is one of those with stiff competition. What are you doing to keep ahead of the curve? Food industry in Uganda is very competitive. There are so many options out there. There are many great brands doing big things in Kampala. Uh, What I would say, though, uh, in regards to how Island Bites keeps ahead of the curve is we like to tap into the lifestyle aspect of our brand. Uh, we like to get involved. Personally, me as the CEO, I don't just like to call myself a CEO just so I can be seen as a boss. I like to be seen as somebody who's involved in the work. So when it comes to catering events that we do, I like to be in the front line with my workers, You know, getting to know customers, talking to them, interacting with them. I also like to do different things online especially on our Instagram page to spruce up our content. I have a concept called uh, the Spicy Wing Challenge, uh, and that's basically involving our customers and friends and followers in uh, you know, eating our spicy wings and interacting with the Instagram page and showing that fun lifestyle 
uh, not just the food, not just uh, that we do Caribbean food, but we also tap into the to, to the real lifestyle aspect of island bites and it's the people's food. What are some of the challenges you have faced in business? Yes, there are many challenges in business. Uh, doing business in Kampala is not easy. <laughs> it's definitely not a walk in the park. It's uh, a unique ball game of its own. Uh, one of my main challenges personally for me in Island Bites is uh, working with delivery riders. Sometimes I can have an order from a customer, whether it's pre-order or a live order, and I order a Boda Boda ride to take the delivery, but the rider might be in traffic or he might face uh, a challenge on the way. He might have a puncture, uh, which will end up delaying the customer. So those are are one of my many challenges. Another challenge would also be keeping a consistent level of professionalism, of uh, quality in the food, in the taste. If I'm not around, you know, the, the people that work for me, can they um, maintain the way that we do our food, the way that we like to prepare things? That's one of my major challenges at the moment. The food habits of people are changing to incorporate healthy eating. How are you harnessing this change in consumer behavior? If I'm totally honest with you, I haven't quite gone into the healthier option route in Island Bites <laughs> at the moment. But what I can say is I definitely do promote Island Bites as home-cooked Caribbean food. So I don't try to promote it as junk food or fast food. Um, it's really a Caribbean authentic home-style made food. And the future is bright. We're still a young business. Uh, I am trying to draw up some ideas on how we can come up with healthier alternatives in Island Bites, whether it's salads, whether it's uh, fresh juices or uh options that don't have a lot of meat inside. That's something we're definitely looking to explore in the future. What are the future plans for Island Bites? The future plans for Island Bites, I definitely see more branches. I definitely see franchises. I definitely see restaurants built all over the world, not just Uganda. But definitely in terms of short-term goals, we want to open up our restaurant once and for all and really give people a taste of Jamaica, a taste of the Caribbean in one place, whether it's uh, our food or our cocktails or entertainment, anything of that nature. So you can definitely expect a few branches opening in Kampala in the near future. That was the CEO of Island Bites, Muganga Suna. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The World Bank has revised Sub-Saharan Africa's 2022 economic growth downwards, citing global inflation, supply disruptions and climate shocks. The global lender slashed the region's growth prospects to 3.6% from last September's 4% estimate. In the latest Africa Pulse report, the global lender said global commodity prices increasing at a faster pace since the onset of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, adding that the region's growth adding to the region's growth challenges. The analysis notes that the high fuel and food prices will translate into higher inflation across African countries, hurting poor and vulnerable citizens, especially those living in urban areas. Alanda is concerned that there is an increased likelihood of civil strife as a result of food and energy-fueled inflation, particularly in the current environment of heightened political instability. 
Standard Chartered PLC is planning to exit its operations in seven countries in Africa and the Middle East as the lender looks to focus attention on the region's largest and fastest growing markets, including Saudi Arabia and Egypt. The lender said in a statement that it will no longer have presence in Angola, Cameroon, Gambia, Jordan, Lebanon, Sierra Leone and Zimbabwe. It will also exit consumer, private and business banking businesses in Tanzania and Cote d'Ivoire to focus solely on corporate, commercial and institutional banking there. The markets it plans to exit made up about 1% of total group income in 2021 and a similar proportion of profit after tax, according to the statement. Now, the annual inflation rate in Namibia stood at 4.5% in March of 2022 and changed from the prior month, but still close to high levels not seen since 2019. Prices slowed a bit for food and non-alcoholic beverages, furnishings, restaurants and hotels and recreation and culture. At the same time, inflation remained steady for housing and utilities and education, while prices fell further for clothing and footwear. By contrast, costs accelerated for transport and alcoholic beverages and tobacco. And on a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.5% after a 0.2% increase in the previous month. Botswana's annual inflation rate eased to 10% in March of 2022 from 10.6% in the prior month, but still close to levels not seen since 2009. There was a slight moderation in prices of transport, alcoholic beverages and tobacco, furnishings and restaurants and hotels. Meanwhile, inflation edged higher for food and non-alcoholic beverages, miscellaneous goods and services, housing and utilities, clothing and footwear. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.3%, the same pace as in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial, And you can find me at the Dong.